Welcome to the Chartwell Podcast, where we talk about finance and we like to have fun doing it. Today, we're going to have a special highlight on fears. Um, right now, we're going through some turbulent times throughout our economy. Um, we have the coronavirus. It's very prevalent right now. And uh, there's a lot of fears and uncertainty going on in the world. And first and foremost, I'd like to thank you all for tuning in. I'd like to thank our current listeners, new listeners, uh, those college students who may be watching out there, grandparents, you know, just everyone. Thank you guys for tuning in. So, Gene, I want to I want to bounce a question off you. Um, what are you afraid of? Just like everyday fears. What's something you're afraid of? I'll, I'll walk you through my my mind last night. So we'll, we'll date this podcast. It is March 12th, 2020. Uh, Six days ago, colleges across the country started shutting down their campuses. It's the first time that's happened since I believe 1970. Um, so there are there are fears all around us. Last night, I, I I went to bed trying to just like everyone I think read the news, sort through what was happening, try to get understanding because I'm not an expert right. in medicine and, and what's happening. So I get this little internal buzzer that's saying, "Be nervous, be nervous, be nervous," and. and Every one of my thoughts circled back on the same ending. What if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? All answered with one fear. I hope nothing happens to my kids. And so I was up pretty late last night working on some some cool projects for Troutwood, but drifting back and forth saying, I just hope at the end of the day, nothing happens to my kids. That's a that's an, that's a, a realistic fear, a realistic fear. It's an extreme uh, from where we are, I, I think. But it's what we are as human beings. What matters more than the people we walk through life with, our closest friends, our closest family? Um, that's my honest answer to your question right now. I think the reason this is such a valuable spotlight right now, we work in an industry, we have conversations about a really awesome topic, investments, finance, financial freedom. But we sometimes forget to acknowledge the emotion of fear and that it's a real emotion. And every and everyone of it affects everyone, you know? We we isolate the uh the concept of fear. Meanwhile it affects everyone around us. You know, we all experience the same emotions. We all we all go through it. And uh acknowledging that everyone experiences those emotions makes it more human, you know? You no feel in it. it. We're afraid to say we're afraid. Right. Often. You know what you know what fear actually means? Fear fear means false evidence appearing real. You know? Yeah. Because you have that feeling, you're coming up with a bunch of what ifs. What if this happens? What if that happens? It's a lot of uncertainty. And then all that hysteria just creates uh fear, you know? Fear of the unknown. Fear well, of the unknown. That, that's true of when, when you study the economic corrections, when you study stock market corrections, most of these time periods in history, in recent history, the financial crisis, the dot-com crisis, to, to far back, the, the Great Depression, typically these are caused by events we aren't reading about in the news. They're unknown and unexpected. Mm. That's why they have the impact to your fear analogy. If they're expected or being read about regularly, we have more ways which we can prepare. Um, I think... Uh, a fallacy that we sometimes fall into as a finance industry is we create 
beautiful graphics, beautiful images, but don't connect the emotion of the moment. What I mean by that is you can look at a chart of the stock market history and, and we say this, we believe it, that's a fact, but you want that history, you want that growth and you can circle the, the bottom of the Great Depression. You can circle the, the bottom of the dot-com crisis. You want to see visuals, like people's expressions, how the, in those times of expansion, like how it affected people's lives. Like, you know, the income rising in a family's house, you know? Yes, how it, the good how and the bad. Right, and also seeing, yeah, the good and the bad, but actual visuals of the people's lives the market's affecting instead of, you know, taking the emotion out of it by showing visual graphs of data uh, yes. And returns. And we, we are naturally, I mean, we're all different behavioral types. Jealousy is a very real behavior. And so when we see things, go, people having things we don't have, we tend to want those things. So most of the time, I think we connotate the good things that come. We only can actually get those good things if we survive the challenging periods mm-hmm. like we're doing right now. The stock market is formally in a correction. Historically, when we look at these charts, that means buy more. Buy more is easy when we operate within a, a silo and just do it. When you're on the outside looking in, it's like, yes. uh, I have a great analogy for that. It's let's say we're playing football. You're in the stands, you're a fan. You're a fan of my team and I'm playing quarterback, right? I go to make, I drop back and make a pass. Someone's about to sack me and you're like, run, get out of there. I can't see him because I'm going through it. You on the other hand, who's in the stands, you have this holistic view, you're seeing everything, you know? There's no uncertainty for you because you're watching it. But me, there's uncertainty because I don't know what's going on. You're living in the moment and you're trying to just get through that moment. Right. That's a really good analogy. Basically easier said than done, you know? Much easier. In, in, in recent history, in, in the dot-com crisis, which occurred in 2001, NASDAQ, which was a, an index of technology companies, dropped 87% from peak to trough. Mm. Since that's come back, it was a long road. Uh, in the financial crisis, 2008 uh, timeframe, the S&P 500 dropped 57% from peak to trough. Those are real. And had we known they were going to happen, we do things differently. We never know what's coming tomorrow. We have a, a quote, we say, crystal balls in the finance industry are very cloudy in the short term, more clear in the longer term. Mm-hmm. Why do they get clear in the longer term? Well, we've got a long history of overcoming every crisis that's been thrown at us. And we absolutely will. And why do you think to- that is? How, how can we get through... How do we combat, you know, turbulent times and having fear? What, what, anytime something goes haywire, hits the fan, like think about a sports, sporting event, you know, yep. at, at halftime, what do you do? You regroup. Yeah, you regroup. You study your opponent. You come up with a plan. Yep. And then you go out and you try and execute the best you can. And just like you said. For after you, the problem presented in, to your sports now, you present in the first half. You take that break, you identify how to address that problem, you move forward. We've got an incredible history as a nation and as a broader, as a population of overcoming great adversity. We learn from it each time. We come out stronger, we absolutely will. I think that the emotion we wanna capture is recognizing, acknowledging 
that periods like the Great Depression defined a generation. Uh, I didn't experience it or live it. My grandparents did. It was a piece of who they were their whole life. They were investors. They captured great investment return. They lived a very turbulent and challenging time. Fast forwarding uh, to where we are today, um, in my investing career, this is the third experience with the turbulent time. The first was the dot-com era, where I, I remember feeling a great deal of fear. In the moment, I felt it. Oddly enough, I had forgotten that fear until recent days. Mm -hmm. We get caught up in this incredible stock market return, the, the wealth that comes from it, the good thing that comes from investing, and we forget the emotion that was drawn in that moment, but it was real. How can we, you know, we're preparing to, to graduate a whole new class of workers here in a, in a, in a month or so uh, from colleges across the country, across the world. We have to acknowledge that fear exists, that emotions are real, but equip people with the knowledge and the tools to, to keep doing the right thing. I don't have the answer to that. Maybe you do. And if you don't, I don't know is always a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's nothing wrong with saying you don't know something, you know, but figuring out and uh, the devil's in the details, trying to figure things out and weather storms. You know, let, let me ask Jay. So, Jay, you are um, a senior in college right now, up at, up at IUP, great school. You're graduating in a couple months. The excitement that comes with that. What, right. what are your emotions today? Are is that this excitement about the world you're about to enter? Has it dropped at all? Is it maintained? How are you feeling? It hasn't really dropped because uh, I have some understanding and. With the level of understanding, you have confidence um, to an extent. You know, there is uncertainty in the real world uh, regarding this coronavirus that, that's affecting families out there in the, in the real world, you know, aside okay. from school. Uh, we haven't had any cases up in, at IUP. For those of you who don't know what IUP is, it's the Indiana University of Pennsylvania. Um, I don't really, other than having the normal uh, fears of just graduating and getting a job and having to get a house and, you know, new, a new chapter in your life. I don't really have that many fears, but I could imagine what's going on for everyone else, you know, yep. uh, regarding the times that we're in because it's affecting them. I haven't been affected yet. Now, ask me that a couple months from now, if, if it affects me directly, I'm not sure, but I, that's My heart goes out to people who are being affected directly, you know? We'll put, to put some context around where we are, uh, I teach at the University of Pittsburgh and uh, my classes for the remaining semester were moved to be remote. Uh, that's a, a big change. Trialwood is based out of Carnegie Mellon, but the, the Swartz Center on campus here, we are gonna be moved remote and online. Um, so it's real what's happening around us. We'll learn together what that means. Uh, we talk before the, the podcast started that there, you know, hope springs from fear. I was a firefighter for a bunch of years. Uh, and one of the you know, philosophies of any kind of emergency service is prevention is the best form of preparation. That's hard with the unknown. Right. When you're faced with something you didn't see coming, how do you 
prepare for it? How do you? Something you don't study, something you have no clue where it comes from or derived from. You have to basically listen to uh, experts or people outside of yourself to gain further understanding regarding this uh, coronavirus. Well, when we were talking, I said, Jay, what, what was the first thought that popped in your head this morning? What was your fear? I was surprised at your answer. He said, I was afraid I, w- I didn't have a plan. Afraid. What would it be like to not have a plan? Oh, yeah. Not have a plan because when you don't have a plan, fear starts to arrive to some degree, you know, varying levels for different people and cases and situations. Um, Having a plan gives you a little bit of confidence because you, you can see the roadmap ahead. You have somewhat of a blueprint. Yep. When there's uncertainty, it could go any way, either way, you know, uh, it could the go. The truth of life is there's always uncertainty. Always uncertainty. Every single day. Uh, every single day is a gift. It's not a guarantee. Right. Good times tend to maybe some of us forget that. <laughs> if, if every day was a guarantee, we wouldn't need insurance. I'll tell you that. We would not need insurance. That, that is true. Um, we, there are steps people can take. Prevention, preparation, and just circle unknown. Um, we are building out financial tools, financial planning tools that will help people manage time periods like this as well as the good times with two big circles prevention and and having a plan Um, because something is unexpected doesn't mean you can't you can't plan for it i think that's a a reassurance it doesn't mean the emotion isn't real right now Mm -hmm. and and what one of the challenges we need to think about and, and recognize be cognizant of to the way we started with these this this chart of investment returns that goes up over time it goes down too and when we circle buy now 90 years after the Great Depression, it wasn't easy to do in the moment. When we circle buy now after the dot-com crisis, it wasn't easy to do in the moment. We circle buy now at the bottom of the financial crisis. It wasn't easy at the moment. It's frankly the single hardest thing to do. We, We watch TV, we follow experts like Warren Buffett, the greatest investment mind alive today, and they say buy now. We say the stock market is on sale. It's 20% cheaper today than it was three weeks ago. That's the planning part. Having that plan in, a, in advance so that you can know the right thing to do and separate that right thing to do from the raw motion. Last night at one in the morning, I wasn't thinking how to make money on the stock market. Yeah. I said every thought I had was coming back to well, I'm scared right now. I don't fully know why, because there's an unknown. And I just hope it doesn't hurt my family. Right. What it, I believe potentially that that is a, a common bond. Um, Between all of us, just humanity is just human. I mean, that's what you think, you know, that's, that's what it's like. Everyone has those fears. Like we talked about earlier in the podcast, everyone experiences those emotions, the same emotions. And I, I'd feel that for you. I don't have kids myself, but still looking at you, I'd, I'd be a, I wouldn't want anything to happen, you know? As a human being, like that's just naturally how I feel, you know? Yeah, yeah. Th- these are those times that bring that out. When you, our differences 
make us so strong as people. And sometimes we forget that. And periods like this do bring us together. I had an incredible opportunity this past fall. Uh, I was invited to speak up at the United Nations with a, 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 one of their teams on financial empowerment. And if our conversation went a lot of different directions, but we discussed if we can achieve financial empowerment globally, can we reduce things like poverty and increase things like peace? And one of the gentlemen in the room made a, a very powerful statement. He said, every war in my nation has been because of money. Right. And that took us on a small tangent. And he said, it is easy to sit in the chairs that you and I are sitting in right now or back at the office at Troutwood or follow the media right now and have opinions to talk about having a plan, a financial plan, to talk about what the right thing to do. But the tangent we went on in that conference room was nothing is more important than family. And everything that we were talking about, everything that you and I talk about, all bets are off when there's fears for your family. And that's mm -hmm. the common bond for all of us. There's so much good in this world. There's so much love in this world. Jay, I know with certainty we are gonna come out stronger. I don't know what's gonna happen next week, next month, the rest of this year, or even next year. But I know that as a population, as a, as a country, uh, as a world, that we are gonna come out stronger. We will learn from this. We will be better. When we face adversity as a people, you know, it builds stability, you know, creates peace. Um, you just have that much more of a deeper feel or connection with humanity. When you go through hard times, Yep. Anyone could go through good times and feel good about themselves, you know? Yep. When you, it's when you go through rock bottom, you go through the, the, the troughs, I say, and uh, you come out on top, you know? Yep. You feel deeper, like, man, we made it through that. Like, I don't know how, but we, we made it through that. Like, we survived. We're going to get through this. We're going to get through this together. Um, we, we believe in people. Um, we believe in the good that's going to come from this. And we didn't know where this episode was going to go. We woke up with the same raw emotion uh, that a lot of you and a lot of others are feeling at the moment. Uh, so even though that uncertainty is inside of us, uh, there is confidence uh, in who we are and what we're capable of as people. Um, thoughts and prayers are with everyone. Uh, Jay, um, together we're stronger. Together we're stronger. And we send our sincerest condolences to those families who've been affected by the coronavirus. And uh, just stay strong out there, people. You know, we all experience fear. And at the end of the day, we have each other. Um, be strong. Thank you for tuning in.